Hey, do you think a Killmonger's dick has those marks on it? Do you think he's ever... Wait. Yes. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> well, it, it'd probably be the last thing he marked. He's got to he, be running out of surface area. They're all over. Yeah, I don't know if they... I mean, we didn't see his legs, so... Mm. Like, I would assume he continued down torso, so like ass, thigh, mm. then knee, then calf. So if we ever see that man in shorts, we'll know. <laughs> I don't think we get to see him ever again. Welcome to the MCU Thoughtcast, where we endeavor to watch all the entries in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm your host, Pilnock. And I'm your host, Audrey Anderson. Today we're talking about Black Panther from 2018, and our Disney Plus synopsis says, When an old foe puts his homeland of Wakanda and the entire world at risk, young King T'Challa must release Black Panther's full power to save them. Pilnock, without spoilers, what's your high-level review? I give this a... Uh, I give this one and a half Michael B. Jordans and one and a half Lupita Nyong'o. I think that, yeah, I think that's how you say it. Um, yeah, I think that's accurate. Like one and a half out of one or like, okay, I'm not gonna. It, no, no. It's, it's all made up. this game. It's fine. <laughs> it, we've been recording every week and somehow I still forget how it goes every time. Audrey, what do you think of this one? Um... I loved this movie. Me uh, too, dude. It was really good. Uh, Do you have a number rating? Sorry, I forgot that A part. number rating. I'd probably say, like, if I was giving it, like, a real number rating, 8.5 out of 10, 9 out of 10-ish. Which how, li- how does this rank among your favorite so far? Among the MCU movies, ooh, I don't know, actually. I don't know how. I think Spider-Man still is on top. Uh-huh. Spider it might be Spider-Man easy, then Black the Panther then Winter Soldier. Okay. Cuz I, I I do really like Winter Soldier. I really struggled to think of an MC movie that I liked more than this until mm-hmm. you just said Homecoming cuz I do have yeah. a shit memory. And I was like that was good. I might have liked this more than that though. I, I think liked Homecoming is a not MCU movie. I like yeah. Homecoming as like just like I don't know, a teen well, superhero coming of age story that was cute. That's kind of how I felt about this is it feels so different from the other MCU yeah. movies that we've been watching. And part of that is like it's Ryan Coogler. I'm not familiar with what other stuff he's done. Um, is Ryan Coogler the director, the writer? The the director. Yeah, so I he didn't do any other MCU movies before this, I don't think. Um, and I think it benefits a lot from that. So it doesn't feel like other mcu movies to me and like we make fun of all the time about how like if you have the first solo movie of a character the bad guy is usually the evil version of that character and they did do that but it didn't feel the same way i also didn't notice it until uh until they were fighting in their Black Panther suits? When they were both in their Black Panther suits, I, like, I, the whole time, it was so obvious what was going to happen, right? Like, it, it was set up for you the whole way. They telegraphed it really well to the audience. It was mm-hmm. wonderful. Yes. But when they're having their little cat fight on the train tracks, I literally typed in my notes, LOL, cat fight. And then, <laughs> at the end of the movie, I was like, oh, god damn it! They did the thing! Wait. Yeah. Which, like, it's not a bad trope inherently, but with, no. like, when you have the back-to-back MCU movies that are all like that, it does get a little tiring. And it makes sense that if you want to argue that your character is the best, the baddest, has the best equipment, has the best whatever, of yeah. course someone's going to want that. 
oh, you already have figured out what the best thing is? Well, I just want that best thing now. Yeah. And that makes sense. But it doesn't have to be the character's first go. It could happen years down the line. It could happen 25 years into taking up the Black Panther mantle. Does yeah. this other person? Well, it couldn't have because it had to be an exchange of power. But, right. But Anthony could have happened with a different one. Uh, yes. Whatever. That, that I think, is why it bothers me. Like, this one, it makes sense entirely why they both had those had powers. Yes. Whereas, like, fucking Obi from Iron Man 1, he was still going to be a bad guy whether or not he had, like, an Iron Man-esque suit. And Captain could have fought anyone. It did yes. not have to be a super soldier, specifically. It didn't Absolutely. have to be from the serum or whatever. Like. You could have gotten to that in the second one, and mm-hmm. you do again because Bucky yeah. also took the serum. So it's yeah. just, eh. I don't know, but it it felt way better. There's just something about this movie that doesn't make it feel like cut and yeah. dry MCU movie. Yeah, and it was I really good. appreciated that. I I like I loved this movie, dude. I love this movie. It was so hard to watch at points because we do have yeah. to point out obviously like Chadwick Boseman died just a few years later from cancer and I think Cam was saying that he he might have had the cancer at this point um I have no idea and I know that there was talk that he was hiding it from um yes. cast and crew and things like that like I don't know what movie it was on the setup though it was like the best kept secret in Hollywood because how how do you get around like people finding out about that but everyone close to him did a really good job so just like the very end of the movie especially i'm just like sitting there just like tears in my eyes um Uh, i will say that audrey texted me and said if i cry during this podcast episode uh you have to put me down you have to take me out you have to take me out yeah (laughs) it just like i did cry i cried yeah i'm okay admitting it that was sad shit there's so much saying goodbye to family there's so much to do with just like familial grief and yes. stuff like that and not being ready for people to be gone yes man it's really tough it <laughs> and it's brutal. just like the overall the the main conflict of the movie also is one that's really interesting to explore mm-hmm. and it, the isolationism like mm-hmm. how do you prioritize keeping your own people safe when you know that there are people out there that are also suffering mm-hmm. and the the speech at the very end of the movie like sp- whatever spoilers or whatever like who cares <laughs> uh but i think the line spoilers was the black panther wins <laughs> whoa <laughs> yeah the wise build bridges while the foolish build barriers mm-hmm. that felt very very nice uh, like and pretty time appropriate in 2018 in 2018 yeah absolutely wild okay um i want to talk about the costumes off the top Ooh, yeah Holy shit, if they didn't win an award for these costumes, I'm pissed. These were incredible. I have never had so many tabs open while watching a Marvel movie in my fucking life. I was constantly Googling. The the references that they tied in to various African tribes is sick as hell. Oh, okay. So, like, throughout the movie, they keep saying, like, there's people who are just like us, just like us. And it's very clear that, like, Wakandans are really proud of Wakanda, but they have little pieces of culture from all over mm-hmm. so it's really really one of us and it was just really i don't know i loved it yeah i couldn't believe how much shit they tied in if you google it it's the longest fucking list i've ever seen in my life it's yeah uh, it's great and they were gorgeous and they were subtle and they were modern and i, I really appreciate mixing in general of tradition and modern and mm-hmm. i thought they just did a great job i don't Speaking know i of- love that shit Speaking of the mixing of traditional and modern too, the music in this movie is really, really great. good. Yeah. So you, 
like when they would leave, they would like switch up the music and stuff. So like when I laughed so hard because when they I have captions on, so I know Mm -hmm. like what the song is and everything. When they leave and go to Korea, it's a Psy song. It's Sny and Snoop Dogg. That's really good. And I love that. And then when they they walk into the. Oh, I don't know what to call it, the, like, underground, like, gambling, like, shady, yep, like, yep, club yep, yep. in Korea. They're playing, like, The weekend and stuff like that. And just, like, all of the hip-hop, like, references and, like, just, like, small bits of music throughout. There was, like, a fight scene to Kendrick, dude. Yeah. That scene That's was so good. fun. Uh. That was a long fight scene, and I didn't pick up my phone during it. It it is a testament here that this is the first time we've had an almost entirely black cast. Yes. <laughs> we have a white villain, Andy Circus, and we have Martin Freeman playing the token white. And it's refreshing. And we had a black director, and mm-hmm. I'm assuming a black writer, and I'm assuming a black uh, costume designer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've read so much about this costume designer. I'm so sorry that I've forgotten all of it. I have switched to his brain. But that's okay. There's, it's just. Stop telling the same fucking story over and over again. We've seen this perspective, not this perspective. We've seen the previous Marvel perspective 400 times. We mm-hmm. get it. It's boring. It's why I find Tony Stark so aggravating on top of him being so aggravating is because there's 4 million of this fucking character already. Yeah. And now we have a character who moves different than all the other ones. Like I said in The Avengers when I became obsessed. Moves yeah. like a fucking kitty cat. Lands soft on the feet. Gets the soft land shoes even during this further to soften that. Yeah, the sneakers? yes oh that's so good and like you can even see him move differently than uh killmonger and uh who's the guy who challenges him oh mbaku yeah and mbaku and you can see them like they all all three of those men move differently and it it's just like a really nice little character moment because like steve and anthony and even well i guess no not Bucky because he's weird, but those mm-hmm. the other men on the team all move the same because they're yeah. all just like soldiers. And even Killmonger, who is a soldier, moves differently than they move. Yeah. I just appreciate it. I appreciate attention to little details mm-hmm. in like combat design. Thank yeah. you. And like when they do the, I'm just gonna keep going. When they do the challenge, it's like an interesting note on character that Shala chooses a shield in both of his challenges. Yes. Whereas his opponent, both Two times weapons. uses. Well, the first guy has a two-handed oh, right. spear, yeah. but it's still, he, still he chooses to use both of his hands to attack. And both times, Chala uses a shield. I just, it's just nice. It's just, thanks, guys. And it's Cute. also just like, Chala, as a character, is so much more interesting than, yeah. he, he, he's got this, like, way he carries himself because he was raised he's from birth. Yeah. yeah, to be king eventually. So he has this, like, very formal, like, sense mm-hmm. of himself, but then it's also, like, his interactions with Nakia and yeah. uh, what's the general's name? Okoye. Okoye. Obsessed, the way that by the way the way that he interacts with them is so good, especially the opening scene. Oh, we're gonna have to oh. get into this, but oh, like God. Yeah. the way that he interacts with Nakia and just yeah. the like he froze and then like he goes home and sure he's like, did he freeze? <laughs> like it's just an like, antelope and headlights. Oh, uh, they all know that he's just like this sweet guy that's like also like very emotional and just like the bits of humor that he has are just like from a place of just like breaking formality it's all just like very good and he yeah he has such good intentions too and he's uh, slower and softer than most of the people we've seen like more deliberate and softer than like the agenty guys than the Mm -hmm. natasha and barton i almost said barthoff who's that (laughs) 
he he's a person that thinks through his actions and he right. comes from such a place of just like deeply caring where it's like you can tell the past rulers have been like his his dad killed his own brother like yeah. and when you were a king of a nation that you know maintains this facade you have to make tough decisions but he's going to come at it from a place of far more compassion right and i think that's also a very interesting way and like i don't want to get into like identity but we're, we're obviously like two white women but i think it's very cool that you had a black man who whose character is like this because you don't mm. you don't get to see a lot of people like that no. in media like in movie MCU, representation it's always, it's literally like, always been sidekicks yeah it's been anthony, anthony mackie, mackie who's you really great anthony mackie is a sidekick uh not for long i don't think oh that's right he has a show now yeah, he has a show. But it's like, yeah, it's Anthony Mackie. It's Don Cheadle we've had so far. Idris Elba. Idris Elba. Oh, oh, that's true. Too. You put Idris that Elba man back so on good. screen right now. Don't make him wear a helmet ever again. Stop like, doing things to his eyes. Stop doing things to <laughs> his Leave eyes. Leave him alone. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, okay. You want to go Give ahead and go? Sword. Yeah. <laughs> he has a sword. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No. Oh, he's he's the one who stole it. That's right. Yes. Well, anyway, All right. Let's let go beat by beat. All right. Fuck. <gasps> Wait, are we really? No, no. You know what we need to do first? Hmm. We need to stop and have a, a little break. Some words from our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by a popsicle on a hot summer day. It's simple, refreshing, and just delightful. Get yourself a popsicle today. Okay, now we'll go be by me. So okay. we we start uh, with like a voiceover from Shala. I don't mm-hmm. remember. As a kid, yeah. So okay. it's his dad telling him the story of how Wakanda right. came into existence. Yes, which is five total tribes. Yes. They were all founded on the Vibranian Comet landing site and yes. collectively called this collection of tribes Wakanda, mm-hmm. except one tribe refused to organize with the other four. Yes. Is that um, Jabari? I think so. Okay. Which are the the frosty gorilla guy. And that's also where we get the exposition of what the heart-shaped herb is, which was a plant affected Mm. by the vibranium that gives Black Panther his powers, which I also thought was really cool as like an origin of like the the king it's it's not like a bloodline thing because like that was my assumption of just like this is a thing that's passed down through generations but it is a power that anybody who's rightfully in charge can take that power granted Mm -hmm. not not anymore (laughs) which that has a really interesting like implication for like what happens afterwards because all of these heart-shaped herbs are gone by the end presumably they originally found those heart-shaped herbs in the wild Mm mm-hmm so maybe they'll still find some in the wild? Maybe, but it seemed like they were, like, High cultivating them in a very specific way. Yeah, so I don't, it was, like, in a cave. There's no yeah. daylight in there. And they've been in Wakanda. I think it says, like, the the meteorite struck millions of years ago, but I have to assume, like, thousands of years they've been in Wakanda using these herbs. So it's like if there were some in the wild, I feel like they would have already I don't I assume it's going to get retconned later cuz there's no way that we don't have another Black Panther after Chadwick Boseman. I hope it's Lapita. I hope it's Lapita also. That'd be but so I, sick. I don't Even want Mama the Marvel is like you should do it. I don't want the MCU to have Lapita to themselves though. That's actually fair. She's I want her to have the room to do whatever she wants. Yeah, it's shocking that she was in this movie. Yeah. Every time side note, whoever's doing the lighting on this movie, 
I you are as in love with Lupita as yes. you should be. The sun on this woman, oh, iconic, perfect. She is so beautiful. It's just breathtaking. There were so many moments though where the lighting uh, didn't match the CGI background. Yeah, and it looked absolutely. like a stage production. It looked so bad. There were it was just like whiplash of CGI looking incredible and looking bad. And hear me out. Uh, don't have the rhinos in the entire fucking movie. I've just saved you a few million. <laughs> there was I, no reason for that. Is there ever going to be one of these movies where I'm not looking at it just like, this is a really bad soundstage? And like, I this one's less egregious, but it's also yeah. like, it is the outdoor lighting for so much of it. And it's really hard. <laughs> I don't the know. Outdoor lighting never syncs up with the backgrounds. It's Mm-mm. rough. Yeah, okay. when they're like on the cliffs, especially, it's pretty bad. So at the end of the speech with dad, he says, do we still hide, Baba? He says, yes. Then we cut to 1992, Oakland, California. There's a knock at the door of an apartment. And he says, let them in. They won't knock again. And it is what we know now are Wakandan soldiers. Sorry, I'm Googling the name of that man because I forgot. Uh, he's, he's in so much shit. Sterling K. Brown? Probably. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. He, he is has, in a uh, lot of stuff. What do, I, what do I know him from? Oh, he's in scary stuff. Oh, he's also in, like, American Horror Story, I want to say. They don't have that many. He's in Frozen 2? Let's see. I thought he was in American Horror Story. Maybe he's not. He's in The Predator. That's cool. Um, oh, he's in Supernatural, which sincerely is might be what I'm mixing them up with. <laughs> he is so familiar, but yeah, I don't recognize Oh, he's in Miss Maisel. Oh. That's good. Get that far in that movie, or that show. Show, um, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's like in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. That's what I remember him from. That's I can't believe weird. he's in Frozen 2. I gotta watch it. I wanna know. Are you in Frozen 1? No. What the fuck, dude? Natural. That's so funny. But yeah, I think I know him from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He played, like, uh, one of the bad guys. I feel like he's in so much more stuff than is listed here. I don't understand. Yeah, he, he seems very familiar. I don't know. But he is in Oakland, basically undercover. We kind of learn that Wakanda has secret agents in pretty much every country and Mm -hmm. they're called war dogs and they have a specific like tattoo on the inside of their lower lip and like glows blue yes which is very cool so how do you get it on that kid i have no idea probably not easily huh like what oh is it i guess i don't think uh, it would be it's not a hereditary thing what's the metal called vibranium the vibranium in its raw form is like a glitter a blue glowy glitter Oh, okay. I bet that's it. That would make sense. And yes, so he's one of these war dogs that has been sent out. And I don't know what their specific purpose is, just Me espionage. But once he gets there, he sees, you know, how it's the 90s. And <laughs> in California. In Oakland, States. California. In yeah. Oakland, California. So he sees, you know, how black people are being treated in this country. And he kind of breaks with Wakanda he's like we have to help these people so he's trying to basically arm black people to kind of like stand up against like their oppressors so unbeknownst to him T'Chaka sent Zuri over with him like and Zuri right became friends with him yes yes and was kind of undercover and tattled (laughs) so T'Chaka shows up and which that scene also is very good because like the oh it was a roller coaster the what 
I said it was a roller coaster. It was a roller coaster. But when when T'Chaka shows up to like the lights go out and then he's just there. Yeah. Which is and so the Black cool. Panther with the hood up. Oh, just that like really cool. good but, entrance. By the way, speaking of uh, Oakland, California and Black Panthers uh, and now the Black Panther political party, no relation, even though both founded the same year. Hmm. Weird, right? I just assumed that it was like inspired, but that's interesting. No, so the neither the, inspired the other. Mm-mm. The first comic was like July, and the like organization started in like November or something of like mm-hmm. the same year, and no relation. They think it's because there's like um, I already forgot there was a uh, an organization to like register black voters mm. who had a Black Panther as their logo. Okay. And, like, the founder of that was really well-known activist. So it's possible that both parties took inspiration from that logo. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Because I was well. like, I was like, this is, is this intentional? Because I Googled to see who was first. And it was the comic. And I was like, I don't believe you. Yeah, that that feels, like, so weird to me. But, but it's, I like, mean, by, like, a month. Yeah. Yeah, weird. 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 Hmm. Okay, Anyways. Uh, T'Chaka confronts his brother and he's like you betrayed the country and it looked like they were just gonna they were just gonna take him in they were gonna be like you're gonna have to answer to the council for your crimes and honestly i feel like if they had gone through with that it might have been just like okay yeah uh but no he it's not like he would have been in prison you are a prince right and i feel like i don't i don't want to do the like if you had just gone through the system, maybe people would have listened to you because that's not necessarily true, right? I think he did. Didn't he try and go and tell them? And they were like, it's not our responsibility. Oh, did he? And he, yeah. and like, a- as he's about to, as he's being confronted with it, he says again, these are our people. They're right. suffering. How can you do this? It's really interesting that Wakanda, like, a lot of Wakandans see any black person, just like in any nation, as like one of them. I think that's mm-hmm. really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he's like, why aren't we helping these people? We have the resources, but it, T'Chaka is very like, we are we are going to protect our own. We are going to stay in the shadows, build walls. Yeah, which I mean, can mm. you blame them? And that's I, that's the central like tough conflict. Call. I don't know. Yeah, uh, but uh, he to uh, what's Najobu goes to attack Zuri and Jaka kills him. Yeah. Present day. <laughs> well, and then we know that the kid finds him. Yes. So, we so know later there's like kids they, they playing back basketball outside and one of them like looks up and like knows that something is wrong. Yeah. You can see like the bottom of the Wakandan spaceship has like yes. blue circles, which you kind of see later in the movie. As they like come and go and do missions and things. Okay. So uh, I just noted that we haven't seen Fury in so long. But it's, oh, yeah. He's in, like, the title card, and they're, like, going through all the people. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, maybe Fury will be in this. No. And, like, recruit him? No. Do we ever see this man again? Nick Fury? I don't know. We've got Avengers coming up. Is it? He, Avengers Was he in one. Infinity War? I don't know. I have to assume so, right? I'm sorry. The last one we watched. Whatever that was. He was not in Civil War. No. What's the um the, the bad robot one? Ultron. He was in that one. He was? Okay. I think so. All of them are the same to me now. It's just it's just weird how we went from seeing him all the time to never seeing him. Are you busy, Sam? Are they not paying you enough? No, probably not. Come yell at people. It's funny. <laughs> it's always funny. Okay, so... Present day. 
Yes, they're in the Sambisa forest in Nigeria. Yes. And they keep showing this text across the screen and then they like kind of like shuffle it. Yes. And then it's in English. Mm-hmm. That text is real. Is it? That's so cool. Yes, dude. That's what I'm saying. Oh, they- that's great. So that is. Uh, and they are speaking like an actual language. Uh, yes. So that is Kosa. The It starts with an X, so I never know how to pronounce it. Yeah, it's Kosa. I okay. think I'm looking at the IPA for it, but I haven't read IPA in 400 years. Don't worry about it. Yeah, so it's O, uh, Kosa. Yeah, emphasis on that. Anyway, so that is a real language, uh, in South Africa and Zimbabwe. Cool. I just like that they took real shit. I obviously give a shit about language. I complain about it all the time. And they translate it every time. They never say speaking Kosa. Yes. <laughs> and for the most part, the characters in it depends because they do switch into speaking English sometimes, and it makes mm-hmm. sense that bilingual, especially the younger generations, would mix and go back and forth between them. So, like when he's in the spirit realm talking to to daddy, mm-hmm. dad is speaking in Kosa, and uh, Chadwick <laughs> need to respond. Chala. Like I need to call these people by the same name. Chala uh, responds a few times in Kosa and then comes back in English, and that makes sense. When you're, well, both parties are bilingual Mm -hmm. and like watching these people switch in and out of the two languages and watching them drop in borrow words, like continuing to call him Baba, even when he's speaking English makes, obviously that's how you do it. It it just like little notes throughout were really good. Um, There's, it's very easy to write bilingual people incorrectly. Yeah. (laughs) Where it's just like, especially like I've seen, there's a, there's a very like, oh, like infamous, like fan fiction, like, like clip that goes around that's like a person that's bilingual like spanish and english and they just like oh sorry it's hard to switch between the two sometimes and then they go back into english it's like that's not no that's not how it works you don't even think about it it's just like an accident yeah um just like oh right i'm talking to i'm talking to somebody that only knows english my bad like that's not (laughs) i do also appreciate they do it in korean too i all of that is actually translated and like i don't know how good the translations are obviously i just appreciate that they did it and they wrote it and they spoke it and obviously these diplomats you know speak 400 fucking languages right and it's like lupita's character is a spy so it would make sense that she would have to learn like different languages to like travel and stuff like that and the general of armies and king obviously right okay so it's just good job with languages i'd love it thank you you did it right for once yes speaking of lupita so oh god that's right fuck what an aside i know when we're back in present day t'challa and nakia right no yeah okoye okoye are going to get lupita's character who is nakia Mm -hmm. and she has been she's like with a group of like hostages from this like militant group and they kind of go in and when they're on the ship, that's when we have the like, are you going to freeze? And T'Challa's like, I, I don't freeze. Uh, so they they go down, they stop this caravan of trucks using like, you see all of the cool like Wakandan technology and stuff like that. And they basically rescue her. And there's a point where T'Challa goes to like claw a, ki- a guy and... Lupita is like, no, this is a child. He was also kidnapped. And you kind of just see, like, mm-hmm. their characters are so, like, well, like... And familiar with each other. Yeah, they're familiar with each other. And then it's like you see, you know, who they are as people just in that, mm-hmm. like, interaction where she's, right. like... She's showing, like, how 
compassionate she is and like how much she values like other people and she's worried about others it's like Mm -hmm. even though this guy was like holding a gun you know she's like no this is a kid we're not doing that but they basically she is there as a spy she was okay she wasn't Mm -hmm. like kidnapped she was undercover but maybe she was but she was gonna be okay right she was gonna be fine she's there as a spy but they're basically interrupting her mission picking her up because she didn't know that T'Chaka died they're bringing her back to like swear in T'Challa as king Mm -hmm. yep 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 Uh, she's like annoyed that he interrupted and ruined her mission because like now her cover's blown Mm -hmm. and then she's like oh my god of course I'll be there yeah Uh, which is interesting too that I I don't know how this must have been just right after Civil War. Well, he's watching the news on that ship, breaking yes. the news of his father's death. So it's like uh, uh, just within the week, later. probably. Yeah. yeah. Which I mean, if you if your king died and you're in the position that Wakanda is, and you probably have to swear someone in like pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Like in and England. This is, this is where I say the only white person we've seen so far is that anchor. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And oh, I thought we saw ScarJo, but no, I'm mixing up. Mm-mm movies okay so um wakanda has we see wakanda now as they all return and they've got some really interesting zoning ordinances because there will be just like a patch of one to three story buildings Mm -hmm. surrounded by like 400 story buildings so interesting and like the landscaping they they showcase a lot of that too it's it's like there are their developed areas and then they do Mm -hmm. just like allow a lot of wilderness which i think is smart Mm -hmm. it's yeah it's gorgeous and like there's mm-hmm. waterfalls there's like savanna it's beautiful. they do a good job again of mixing tradition and technology. modernity and well, technology obviously huge 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 and they do a good job of mixing um like city and rural mm-hmm. like within like you were saying so it's you get the wide open spaces and you still get yeah city and yeah we get some like scenes where t'challa and uh nakia are walking through like bazaars and stuff like that too where it's just like you get more of that like mm-hmm. uh really interesting like scenery yeah and like the cultural impact of wakanda and like you see like how robust their culture is Mm -hmm. and that they have kept a complete goddamn secret yes so when they get back to wakanda uh they meet up with shuri who is in charge of like the technology basically and like his mom's there the queen is also there to kind of like greet them and she does the like did you did he freeze with uh okoye which the is sister, very cute yeah they the brother sister interactions are so good what, i don't really remember good. what she says but she like walks off like flipping him off and stuff yes. that's cute she says uh, she wants to update the uh beads mm-hmm and he said they're already they're fine. You don't need to change something that's not broken, which is funny and like is kind of a theme throughout a little bit. Yeah. Um, and uh, he says, I look forward to the changes that you have to your cer- ceremonial outfit. She gives him the finger. Mom doesn't even look right. over her shoulder. She knows. <laughs> Mom's no. Yeah. Mom's like, put that fucking finger away, young lady. <sighs> so cute. Yeah. So then we get there is a big ceremony to swear in T'Challa as king and they go through all of the different tribes in Wakanda and they say, like, do you have somebody that wants to challenge T'Challa whenever there is a transfer of power? Even though it is a monarchy that's kind of like passed along through blood, other people from tribes have the opportunity to challenge him. And if they were to win, theoretically, they would get to take power. And it seems to be, like, on Coronation Day. 
Yes. Like it's like a set day, mm-hmm. which is so good to know. Um, I will be there, Charles the Third, motherfucker. <laughs> I want I'm Charles, coming for the throne, Charlie. I want to challenge Charles the Third to the throne, and all you would have to do is like breathe on him wrong, and yeah. he would just like fall over and crumple into throw this. a McDonald's sprite at this man. Oh my god! <laughs> it would melt his skin. Put fentanyl within like a fifty foot radius. <laughs> We're on a list. So <laughs> it was good to know, though, later in the movie, um, spoilers, Michael B. Jordan returns to Wakanda and challenges him. So it's not one day, apparently, which is what it seemed like. If you have to challenge, challenge now or yes. forever hold your peace, which they don't say. Maybe there's then, like a buffer time. Yes. Because he's already been crowned. And yes. then he comes through and is like, uh, I think maybe like the circumstances were so out there of like you didn't know that you had this blood relative out there and he would Mm -hmm. have had the opportunity to. But since nobody knew about it, like there there must be some kind of wiggle room. And then later on also says don't accept a challenge, don't accept a challenge as in maybe he had the option. Oh, yeah, that's true. But Chadwick like T'Challa was like, no, we got to give like this a fair fight because he's a man of honor um anyways so they go through all of the different tribes and it showcases like their different like styles and things like that which was very cool too i appreciate that they're color coded this um, was well and again every single one was based on real tribes mm-hmm. they so all are like vi- like very distinct mm-hmm. it was very it was cool. very cool jinx mm-hmm. Uh, and then you see more of, like, the traditions and, like, robust culture of Wakanda, which I do keep bringing up because, hey, what traditions did they have in uh, Asgard? Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Do you remember any of their ceremonies? Like, remember when Thor There was, was like, like a crowning ceremony He's that didn't happen. He's just kneeling. People are just standing there. Yeah. There's, like... They're, they could have like, done so much more with that. Just people standing on a cliffside watching someone go. Well, I mean, that's way like, underselling it. But it's just, it's, I mean, not. Uh, Frigga's funeral was kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. But even that was, that, I mean, the traditional, the boat, the fire, yes, the stars. The, mm-hmm. But there's not, I don't know. There are Norse traditions that they probably, they could have brought in if they really wanted to. Yeah, but it just seems but like a, an oversight. Yeah. Right. I just, they brought so much into this, and it's why the movie feels so different than the other ones. There's so mm-hmm. much more life in it. It feels authentic. Yeah. So they're, they they have chanting. Um, they're, they have like uh, specific like dances. Mm-hmm. It looks like a heartbeat when they do it. Which it's is really, really cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he f- fights. We are, we did accidentally skip uh, Michael B. Jordan breaking into the British Museum and stealing Vibranium. That happens after, according to my synopsis. Oh, it happens before, according to my notes. I have no idea then. Okay, whatever. So uh, Jabari arrives, the, the Jabari people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and led by Mbaku. Mm-hmm, who has gorilla mask. I love him. He's I didn't good. like. I didn't like him here because he's kind no, of an ass. But I didn't hate him here, though. I was just like, you're just kind of a dick. But, well, you like, kind of learn also that like. When they, they go to Jabari, the Jabari tribe later, he's like, there has not been a king that's visited here in hundreds of 500 years. 500 years, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, like, you think about the the length of time that's passed since, like, the American Empire has existed, and it's, like, literally, like, longer than that, probably. Like, we, like, as Americans, you Five don't really... Queen Elizabeths. Yeah, you don't think about just, like, the longevity of civilizations because ours is so like new in comparison but it's and just it like justifies them coming for the throne they feel so underrepresented yeah. by it like they get 
why would they respect it? Why would they, they do? But why would they expect T'Challa to represent their interests if you like talk to him? Yeah. Yes. Well, Which, not that he won't, but hasn't. right. And and, you, and it's like weird because this is so high fantasy, and I've been reading so many high fantasy books that it is weird to remember that these are all mortals. Mm-hmm. So five hundred years literally is so many fucking rulers that refuse to go visit this. Like that's. Yes. At least, Sorry, like, I've just been reading so many fairy books. I'm like, 500 years. Yeah, whatever. It's nothing. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's interesting. And, like, you can tell that uh, T'Challa is interested in, like, changing things. But, like, why would the Jabari expect him to? Right. Why would they have any trust in this, this And how many people promised they would do the same and didn't? Right. So, so like, why would they believe this next guy who's telling reasonable. it? Reasonable. So, it almost looks like M'Baku is going to win and part of this too is that uh t'challa has to take um like an er, like an, a medicine that takes mm-hmm. away the black panther's power so it's like they're evenly like yeah on, on even his 18th footing. birthday to challenge his slaying skills yeah great uh <laughs> so and he he gets mbaku to yield because it's either you either die or you yield and yeah. he's he he was like, I would rather die. And T'Challa points out, he's like, your people need your you. Your people need you. And he which, looks over at him. And he's like, you're right. Yeah. Which, T'Challa, you're a good leader, dude. He's a great leader. Yeah. Which is very because cool. It, it, he does show restraint here in this moment in front of all these people. Yes. The world is watching. And then later we have a moment where he is about to kill a man. And I do think he would have gone through with it if someone hadn't stopped him. And they're like, hey, the world is watching. And right. it is it is a bit of a moment where you see the contrast and how he... He's not always together. He has impulsive tendencies. And I think part of that, too, you see in Civil War, he has a certain he has a certain like vengeance in him. So when it came to like the guy that killed his father, yes, he wanted to kill him. But he learns more and he's like, vengeance is not the way. And then this is apparently going to be an ongoing lesson because when he encounters Claw later, it, one of his good friends, his parents were killed by this guy. So yeah, like he he wanted to kill him, understandably so. I'm gonna uh, beat I'm gonna beat his best friend's ass though. Oh my god, yeah, what Daniel a, Kaluuya. What a fucking clown! Wow, just like All I know immediately, is for this man. Just, be, just because your parents' murderer got killed by like when, somebody when? else, like come on, there's a betrayal. It's a complicated issue. <laughs> beat him. Anyways, beat him okay. uh, T'Challa is the new king. And yeah. then London. Yes. So then we're in London. Michael B. Jordan is. This is a scene that the... gets gift a lot. Understandably. It's yeah. It's good. Uh, hold on, I gotta find it. Okay. So yeah, the linking Michael. He he. I just wrote Michael B. Jordan is stupid. Attractive. Oh my Jesus god! Christ. When he, they first show him and he's wearing like the denim jacket and the glasses and his hair done. That I fuck. It's not fair. Hey, one time. Here's an aside. At my old job, <laughs> I was. Meant I was talking with like a coworker. She's from Tulsa. I don't know how much of it is her fault, um, but she's I was from Tulsa. <laughs> here's the story. I was like, Michael B. Jordan is so hot, and she goes, she's like, I don't know, I don't think he is. And I'm like, Are you? Have you seen oh, him? No. And she's like, Oh no, I just I don't know. think I don't think black men are attractive. And I was like, Maybe. Oh, I thought you she should was take say Michael time. Jordan isn't attractive. I'm like, no. that's fine. She knew who Michael B. Jordan was. She didn't find him attractive. And then she told me that she doesn't find black men attractive. And I'm like, what? How? Any of them? Like, not the like your population? Not in like, not in like a me fetishizing way in a like, you, have you seen it's every not possible <laughs> for you don't think it's possible for you to be attracted? 
Do you want to explore why that like, is? Yeah, weird. I oh, I love it when men are like, I'm not racist, but my dick is. Oh, thank Ew. you so much for the red flag up front, baby. Ew. Choke. Gross. Oh, men are disgusting. Know, like, Except don't fetishize black men, but the idea that, like, it is impossible for you to be attracted to them because they are black men, like, question that. Yeah. Take Ew. a second. Gross. Anyway. Anyways, I liked her before that. <laughs> And then you're like, so we're going to talk later. Um, oh, we're just not, not going to talk all anymore. All I see is a white hot rage. Yeah. Ooh. I'll circle back, though. Yeah. Okay. Awkward. Um, so that's Killmonger. His, oh, his right. Name's... So, okay, sorry. Yeah. So, Eric okay, Stevens, okay. which is kind of a nerdy name. So funny. Um, <laughs> so he begins talking to this, like, British museum curator or something yes she anything she's the, she's the expert on west africa at this museum which and she's which just i laughed at and i was like just, and she's just bit. like talking to him like barely interested like sipping her coffee like she was bored and like would, would wanted to be somewhere else and i'm just He's like asking her questions and when she answers them i know it's the first line of the plaque next to that item right because she's like this is from this era in this location yeah yes. bitch that's on the plaque very annoying. Keep studying. But yeah, she just Just keeps... kidding, you can't. You've been poisoned. <laughs> yeah, she she starts to like, kind of like choke up a little bit, like slowly. Yeah. Uh, and he, I, I do love the way that he carries himself because he's like, oh, don't even worry about it. I'll take it off your hands. And she's like, these aren't for sale. And he's like, mm-hmm. well, no. Yeah. And it's, it's another good contrast because he's impulsive. He's uh, aggressive. He is he's... so aggressive. Yeah, he doesn't care about the human life cost of anything no. and then you get, like the stark stark contrast to uh chala who is slow who usually thinks things through who desperately doesn't want there to be extra uh bloodshed right. and yes so good good contrast yeah so she keels over because her coffee has been poisoned and then poopsie in the oh what's his like actual name not eric steven uh, not Njobu. that's dad right right Whatever, uh, Killmonger. So he <laughs> he's listed as Eric Killmonger. My you know, my Undertale. <laughs> Fuck off. He he does the like. So somebody call the paramedics, and then the paramedics are Andy Circus and like another dude. Yeah. Oh, and a lady. The lady was working oh, the at the coffee. the coffee shop. Yes, she's Here. who like poisoned her, and yes. So they come in, and Claw is like. You can get away because I know that you won't tell anybody and lets a guy like run halfway out and then shoots him in the back. Like he's mm-hmm. a fun villain. He's a fun villain. He and he's sucks, like, it, but it he's makes fun. us look like amateurs if cops come here. I'm like, right. Oh. That's a good okay. point. That's interesting. So they get out in an ambulance, basically, yeah. and they take a is it a hatchet or it's a weapon that uh they didn't realize was vibranium. So they're after Oh, it kinda looks like an axe. Yeah, it it could be like a pickaxe. Yeah, I think you're right. But it was, it, they, like, kind of shook it off because it was covered in, like, dirt and a bunch of other stuff. He uses the the, the robot hand oh, to, like, yeah. vibrate, vibrate the, the Junko off. That's true. His hand freaks me out a little bit. Also, Killmonger smells it and is like, yeah, that's the stuff. You can smell vibranium? I don't know. I know it's vibranium? I don't know about that. Pretty sure all metal Maybe. smells like metal to me. Um, they get Maybe out. He's got a good nose. Yes. And then, basically, like... Very quickly, Okoye is like, we just got word that uh, vibranium sale is happening in Korea. They knew it was going to be Claw. 
And uh, Daniel Kaluuya's character, his parents were killed by Claw. So he basically tells T'Challa, like, you either kill him or you bring him back. Because, well, like, no, he I've says wanted- bring him back. Don't kill him. Oh, de- OK. So yeah. and it's like. He's kind of he's kind of a little upset about it because like this happened years and years ago and T'Chaka didn't seem to do anything about it. So he's got like he wants vengeance. I wonder how the circumstances. Where were your parents and where were right. this man? How did how he did this happen? How did he get in? And he he got in far enough to know a lot about Wakanda because later on he's t- talking to Watson, whose name I don't remember, and Ross. Oh Ross? my God. It- Hold on. Is the reason that man got in because he got information from Michael B. Jordan, who Wakabi then takes the side of? Not I don't knowing- know, because it would have been a long time ago that he went in and got vibranium, I would have thought. Right? That would be a huge... I don't know. I don't know the circumstances of it. But, like, that's the whole, that's the whole reason uh, his dad dies, is because he betrayed him by telling, oh, Clow? Claw? Claw? I think that's how they pronounce it in the movie. I'm calling him Clow. Okay. Spelled like Klaus without an S. Yeah, it is. So, so Cow uh, is the reason why Dad got killed by Dad because Mm-mm. he he sold him out. No. Mm-mm. Yes. I don't think so. I don't know. The the uncle he why got killed. Why did Chaka kill Joe Nujobu? Yeah, the assassination of Jobu was the result of an attempt by Chaka to arrest his brother Nujobu for revealing Wakanda's existence to Ulysses Clow. Okay, so this Hell happened yeah. like in the nineties. Steel trap, then. baby. Nice job. Me, everything. I'm just like an air filter. It just goes straight through. <laughs> it was ninety two when that scene when he was apprehended. Mm, mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, so then that makes a lot of sense then. This puts a lot of context now on Wakabi, who is taking Killmonger's side, even though Killmonger's dad is the reason Wakabi don't have a dad. Yeah. I don't really huh. understand that. And it's like, I think there are a lot of people in Wakanda who probably agree with Killmonger's, like, we need to go help people, but just not the, like, method of it. Yeah, because I mean, Nakia's saying it the entire time. Right. But she doesn't She doesn't take Killmonger's side for a second. She doesn't want to help people with violence. She wants to help people right. with knowledge. Outreach. And resources. And, like, and yeah, refugees yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And. I think it wasn't it Wakab or when Wakabi and T'Challa are talking. One of them says like, "When you invite in refugees, you bring in all of their problems." Their problems. Wakabi said it. Which, so he he wants to do it entirely externally to Wakanda. He wants to help people, but like not let them in. Also, so it's like I don't. Yeah, like remain a secret. Not tell people where they are. Not share vibranium. Perhaps maybe only like really like specific amounts of whatever mm-hmm. already manufactured into things for them uh and he wants to like send sleeper agents i guess around the world was that him no that was killmonger it was like we already have agents in new york Hong Kong, london. they have had war dogs out for a long hey! time new york hong kong london are also the three locations of the strange temples interesting that's all the, we only know cities in the world we only know three major cities and none of them are in south africa <laughs> This is like when I studied abroad. Or South America. Like, Where are you from? And I'd say Kansas City. And they'd say, so Texas? Because they know three or four right. states in the United States. Yeah, and I don't expect fine. them to know it. You don't need to. They're irrelevant. Although I will so, say, uh, so saying like, that yeah, you're I'm from Texas. Saying that you're from Kansas to international people does work a lot Dorothy. of the time because of Wizard of Oz. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just like, oh, Kansas. <laughs> Where Dorothy's from. Yes, it's 
very funny. It looks just like that, too. Yeah. I, All of our streets are yellow. Now that I think about it, is the only time that we're ever in South America in the Hulk movie? That's an entire continent. Yeah. Hmm. I feel like we might have had, like, a brief scene there. A lot. A lot in Asia. A lot in Asia, which is nice, but... And this is... Only twice in Africa? Yeah, because we had, like, um... The Scarlet Witch explosion? Yes. Was that Nigeria? I, it was close to Wakanda, so I think it was South Africa. Right. Okay, because I remember it, it injured a Wakandan or something. Yes. Something wakanda They're just, like, involved. the f- one time that we send out, like, diplomats, yeah. <laughs> this happens. And then the one time, the first time that we go to the, the UN, king, yeah. our fucking um, king dies. Are you fucking kidding me? And Shala's like, no, I think we should keep trying. I think we, I think we got it this time, you guys. <laughs> uh, also, Z... We did technically do Australia because I think in the shorts, oh yeah, Thor's roommate is in Australia. Yeah, oh that's so funny. <laughs> so yeah, Antarctica, hit us up. Um, You're the only continent left undiscovered by the MCU. Yeah, if we want to do a the thing MCU. <laughs> okay, um, I think that's in Antarctica. It's either that or the other pole. Okay, so he, so he, okay. He yields. Holy shit. We then, are so far past that. Uh, I know. Well, only because you did it in the wrong order. So then. Well, the synopsis is wrong. Fine. So then Chala goes into a cave to drink some more potion and be covered by uh, red dirt. It does stress me sand. out that they have to bury him. Yeah, his face. Like his mouth is open when they Ugh. throw. <laughs> and they did. Sand on his face. They were nice enough to cover his face last. Yes. Um, and we see later that they do this again, but with snow. This so is part it of it. Doesn't matter what he's covered with. This is part of it. Anytime that earth. he gets the like heart shaped herb, yes. Yes. He goes when to he, the ancestral plane. He meets up with Daddy. Yeah, it's when you gain the the power though, because he'll take that. I think you take a similar herb to lose the power. Yes. Something it's, was going on. I don't know what that the one is. But. version. Um, yes. But it's also it was so interesting to me too because when Killmonger gets his mm-hmm. power later, the ancestral plane looks different to them. So like T'Challa is in like an African like Sahara, and there's like a tree with like pan- like panthers or leopards like in it, Three, and it's yeah. very cool. But when mm-hmm. Killmonger goes to the ancestral plane later, it's in the Oakland apartment where he lived with his dad. Well, T'Challa when- also gets to relive some happy memories with dad, and Killmonger only relives dad's death and a little bit of information well, share. T'Challa it- also relived the UN explosion. Right, but yeah. he had more happy memories mixed in is what That's I'm saying. That's true, yeah. Well, which also makes sense because he had dad more, died when- with, more time with his dad. Yeah, yeah Killmonger was so young. Um, yeah, it it was really interesting, but he basically tells his dad he's like, "I'm not ready," and his dad is like, "You've been trained like living your whole life for this." And what does he say? It's like something along the lines of, "It's difficult for a good man to be king." Mm-hmm. So yeah, exactly that. Basically, just like you are going to have a hard time making these decisions because you are so compassionate. Whereas like. And- Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, his dad, when making tough decisions, like, he often took the one that was, like, less, you know... Resistance? Well, it was, like, he was willing to sacrifice life in order to preserve certain... He was willing to kill his own brother, whereas, Mm -hmm. like, I don't think T'Challa ever would. No. He 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 almost wanted to to save Killmonger. Yeah, he tried to save Killmonger. Yeah, and Killmonger was like, I don't want to live in prison, so... Yeah. Yeah. I'll... Uh, kills himself basically 
I do appreciate that entire. I think that entire conversation was also in Kosa, which again mm. makes sense. Uh, I think Chadwick bounces in and out of it, but just thank you. Good job. Yes. Um, so they go to South Korea. He, well, he says a man who's not pre- who has not prepared his children for his own death is a failure as a father. Have, Have I, I ever, ever failed, failed you? <laughs> And you don't want to say, say yes. yes. <laughs> I dare you to say yes. That's a question where they want an ans- a specific answer. <laughs> Leading. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. So I guess you're ready, Chadwick. Have fun. Bye. Um, they kind of get cut short, too, when he yeah, comes out and, of it. Oh. And it is also worth noting that the two... So both of these times that we're comparing the Killmonger and the Chala moment, they are coming uh, from life to life. They are receiving powers and then later we see chadwick do it again but he is on the precipice of dying this is when they cover him in snow and dad says it's your time it's time to go he doesn't even give him the option to return right and chadwick still is like i'm taking the chance to return and i'm not done yet <laughs> it's dawn instead of the other two which were dusk oh i didn't notice notice that that's really cool yeah Hmm. I noticed it because it was very like northern lights the entire time, like yeah. like uh, was whatever gorgeous. was going on with the sky. It was really pretty mm-hmm. for CGI, and <laughs> I I was like, why is it so much? Oh, that's cute. That's really so cute. Nice. Yeah, and you yeah. also when he's like fighting for his life, basically like about to die, you also see so many more like ancestors behind T'Chaka. Yeah. So it does make it seem like you are on your way out, bud. Right. And he's still like, no, I'm going to keep fighting, which. Literal king. Wonderful. Okay. Literal king. <laughs> so Wakabi seems to be besties with... Oh, I don't know. I wrote that. Never mind. Also... I think I just wrote a note so I remember the name. You you only get like little hints of this at first, but when uh, Okoye calls uh, T'Challa, oh, right. it, she like it's a little like hologram in his hand because like the beads do it. And he's with Wakabi and she like looks at... Uh, T'Challa, she's like my king, and like Wakabi, my love. So you you get to know that they're in a relationship. They're not like super- she deserves better. Well, yeah, but she's she's also just like not an especially like warm and fuzzy person. I love her. But she is she is pretty sweet to that boy. To call him my love and like be that affectionate is, towards that him is and very things like sweet. that. Like she's so cold. Like even when she like the transition between my king and my love yes. was just like softening. And it was really cute. Yeah. But if she had not done that, I don't think we would have known that they were in a relationship. No. And they well, it does later on. because it comes up again and she yes. does the same thing where she goes from like this incredibly tough, badass warrior to softening in an instant when a rhino licks her face. She is so interesting. And also one thing I want to commend this movie on. So the the top fighters in Wakanda are these, I think it's Dora Milaje. Yes. Yeah. These okay. these women generals who have their, their head shaven, they have a specific like armor look to them. And I so appreciate that they don't beat you over the head with the like girl boss shit. Mm-hmm. Like you can have really cool, really strong female characters without it feeling like, look at us making strong female characters. Like it felt very nice. It was it was subtle, it was consistent. And like they were they were fearsome. Mm-hmm. Like they were a huge I don't like, think they ever acknowledge that they're women even. No. Like it's never a thing. But it, it's oh, so they, nice. They, they, do, they do get referred to as two Grace Jones looking chicks at, uh, at the oh, very yeah. beginning. That part's Oakland. funny. Um so I Later in the movie, uh, Nakia says, I'm not a Dora mm-hmm. when she's like told to put on armor. And I assumed that Dora then means uh, guard and Milaje might mean kings. So like hmm. Kingsguard. 
Maybe. I don't know. But I can't find anything about Dormilaje. But it's also like Okoye is referred to as general. So it's like, I think they are just like a fighting squadron. And she is adored ones. Oh, that's wonderful. Dormilaje is adored ones. I love that. Sorry. It took me a lot of fucking Googling to find it. (laughs) But I, I did love that, you know, you get tough ladies without it being like look at these tough ladies you know yeah there are ways yeah. to write strong women and this is one of them i like the way they uh i like that she sees guns later on she's like guns so primitive and they all have these like wicked high-tech spears and yes spears are such an interesting like weapon choice too like Especially and it makes for ones. really cool choreography yeah well if they wouldn't fucking cgi them every time sure Absolutely. there was one moment where uh there's in the the gambling den there's like a cgi spear that someone's holding that does not even line up with their fucking hands ew unbelievable i'm not watching as closely as you are i'm just like okay it's a fight scene i'm bored (laughs) it's fair um anyway so korea (laughs) hold on i gotta find my notes okay yeah american buyer south korea yes (laughs) i wrote this music shut up yeah no, it's really good. Uh, they, it's really so they have a moment in the lab. So this is the first time I think we see Shuri's lab. Uh, yes, and she does the "What are those?" meme. It felt don't put oh, memes in your movie. It they felt old even at that immediately. point. Immediately, yeah. yeah. Um, it was a little do, cute, just because that's how siblings do interact a little bit. I, I would still do that joke to my brother. I just yeah. wouldn't record it. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't I put it on siblings. film. Yeah, they're really cute. I like that she's his cue. Uh, she films him beefing it with the Black Panther suit, and he's like, delete that immediately. No. Um, yeah, so then they're in, uh, Korea with, uh, wigs on Lupita and Okoye. Yeah, Okoye hates Uh, her. (laughs) So funny. Lupita tells her to whip it back and forth. Again, it's a little bit like... All right, all right. Um, I think that even was old by the time this came out. So right, that one exactly. is almost almost counts as a classic reference. Oh no. Old. Um so he I did notice that like a few really good interactions. My fingers are stained from the takis I've been eating. Um I did notice several not- inter- Fuck! You're gonna you're gonna be okay. Take another. I noticed several interactions that were show don't tell from uh, Chadwick and Lupita that I really appreciated mm-hmm. in these scenes that like showed how comfortable, how much time they spent together. Because I don't know that we know that they dated and broke up yet. They, I think sure. I don't know. Shuri refers to them as ex. Like, are you okay, sure it's a already? good idea to take your ex to Korea? Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's what it is. Okay. So but we see like little motions, like he'll put his arm out and she just like doesn't even look and reflexively loops hers through it. Yeah, as, they I thought go that, through. as they're like going down the stairs and that like, yeah. She is a spy though. So like some of it is blending blending in, in. Right. yeah yeah but especially just, as know, like the three black people in this like korean <laughs> like gambling den i like when they're like the americans have arrived because they're very obvious and i was right. like how obvious could they oh yeah that's pretty obvious yeah uh <laughs> i think okoye refer- refers to them as greased lightning one of them yeah yeah how'd you miss greased lightning behind you it's really cute that's cute which is also, also like does that mean that they watch a lot of like American media in, in Wakanda. Like, probably. That's probably like interesting too. I hope they've got free antenna. That'd be so funny. Ooh, if they've just been pirating. They have, yeah, they've got to be like, <laughs> right? Um, I do like, oh, fuck, no, no, where'd it go? <sighs> was it, was it going to be funny? Technology, no. Okay, so I've never been funny in my life. 
So they do another good show don't tell of technology in this in showing the differences and the advancements of the Wakandans versus the rest of the world because yeah. Martin Freeman has to like very obviously lift off his cuff to talk <laughs> into it. Yeah. And, and like everyone who sees it knows what you're doing. But the Wakandan technology is just this like little circle behind your ear and you just talk normally or whisper normally and like whatever your volume is is being transmitted. And then Shuri back in Wakanda is also hearing it. Right. It's like eat shit cia <laughs> yeah it rules yeah, yeah so they run into martin freeman uh who like t'challa remembers him from like civil war they kind of have a rapport with each other but martin freeman is like you cannot have him like we are we are here he's basically the cia is buying this vibranium from like the black market which is sketchy and probably something like definitely Sounds something right. that the cia does yeah. uh but i don't know why Martin Freeman would have a problem with T'Challa taking him into custody. Right. I mean, get your vibranium. You and also, you don't get to have vibranium. Like, just deal with it. Yeah. Um, but we, we I also... I thought he was going to be a bigger problem than he was. I thought he was going to play a bigger role than he did, which I'm fine with, like, how it ended up. But, like, from GIFs and trailers and stuff, I had assumed that Martin Freeman got a lot more screen time. Oh, and- I thought he was going to, like, betray them or steal some vibranium. But he, like almost dies to protect vibranium i thought he and t'challa were gonna end up almost like buddy cops or something oh that would have been really cute that would have been kind of cute just like everybody around them just referring to martin freeman as colonizer (laughs) yeah which is very good i love in the interrogation room later also they have uh cute exchanges because akoye is there and he's like does she speak english and she just deadpan slow turns to him when she wants to right (laughs) because i mean like if you're she's just like threatening to kill him in Kosa the entire time. Right. It's so funny. Well, it's like, why would she speak in English? They're talking shit about you, dude. Like, take a hint. Oh, I think so he's, good. like, trying to give, like, the benefit of the doubt. Like, you guys are just planning, right? Everything is fine. Like, lie to me. Yeah. And she's like, no, I won't. She's Worm. so cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, so... The, she throws that wig during the fight, which is also very funny, yes. getting back into that. The, uh, the deal her. goes sour because I think it's because Nakia says something, or, like, no, Okoye, Okoye says something, and then one of the white guys is like, hey, <laughs> wait mm-hmm. a second, and then she just, like, whips his ass. Yeah, because so Nakia's like, it's now or never, it's now or never, and it's, like, really pushing for it. Yeah. Um, and Okoye is saying, no, 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 not safe, too much bloodshed, there'll be too many lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, oops, you don't have a choice. So the fight scene's a little clunky. There's yeah. a lot of like poor timing almost where it looks like one actor is waiting for the other actor's shot to land or for right. the next motion. And I it's think just with the like weird. spears and stuff, it's such unusual choreography that it probably is very hard to like. Especially when the spears aren't real. <laughs> right. I can't imagine. But even still. It seems like, like that would be easier with just some fucking, I don't know. Just get like a bunch of like PVC pipe for fuck's sake. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so it goes wrong. Uh, at one point, Claw shoots from his fucking arm cannon and just, like, decimates everything. And he's having a lot of fun with it, too, where he's, like, whooping. And he's like, oh, this is great. And he, like, when he, he like, shoots off his cannon, it, like, blows up, like, the money, like, holder. And he's like, I, I made, made it rain. rain. <laughs> like, and he's, like, giggling, crying as they drag him out. Yes. This man has no regard for his own life. Well, and it's I really also, like... It. He gets into his car outside and he's and he like they go on this like long car chase and he tells his driver like put some music on <laughs> and he puts on like hip hop it it rolls. Was this the Kendrick scene? I don't remember. It was either like when I they start- walked. No, it, they were playing the weekend. I think when they walked in. Yeah. 
I think it might. Yeah, my notes go all caps here. This chase is incredible. Everyone yes. shut the fuck up. Cancel all movies. We have done it. Oh my god. And Kendrick, shut up. No one ever fucking speak to me again. Shuri, the backflip, the cross traffic, the side wheelie, oh Lupita god. and General in a car together. Yeah, and it's like a vibranium car, but then he's able to like blast it open, and she's still sitting in her seat, like holding the wheel and she like steering skits. column. Oh, I was so like, oh, uh, and like the little like she does like an incredible. Okoye does an incredible spear flip that yes. I'm like, oh, it missed. Of course it didn't. And she does like a little grin because she's like, I got, I am, yeah, I am that good at this. They're like taking um, out the cars one by one, basically trying to find. This claw. was a, this was what Fast and Furious should always have been. <laughs> I've never there seen There should be more them, spears so. and women. There should be more women. Just in general. <laughs> and spears, damn it. Um but this was also like it just kept escalating and like not in an absurd way and then they completely diffused it with a little bit of comedy at the end that I I just really appreciate it. It was yes. a god good fucking scene. I'd good watch movie. that over and over again. Yes. Um I do like that the sister is there to coach him through the new suit, like a video yes. game tutorial. Like, it's a lot like Karen for Spidey. Yeah. Which is, is really nice. That is nice. Um, uh, Shuri, a, like, remote piloting this car is also very cool. So fucking sick. Like, they just put, like, a, like a little thing on the car and she can just control it remotely. And then that yeah. comes into play later, which it's very nice. Yeah, the she's like in like a little sandbox, and the sand forms up into being the shape and yes. the controls and of the ship. That is also a recurring thing because when in the very beginning, when we're getting on this exposition, that's in the like design of like the sand. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. I think it's like a vibranium thing where it's just like mm-hmm. all of these grains together building like these three D like yeah. scenes and stuff like that. It's, it's very, very cool. cool. It's a very cool recurring thing. And then that's also uh, how they do the end credits. Yeah. And we do get um, a shot of Lupita's barefoot on the gas pedal. Oh, I um, remember that. Why? Why is she barefoot? Well, she took her shoes off to fight. Oh, okay. She, she also there's used so her much shoe broken weapon. glass, dude. Yeah, I'm just stop showing me actresses' feet. I know what you're doing. I'll never recover weird. from knowing that. Uh, obviously, like Chris Evans couldn't run around on glass barefoot, so they made him bro- oh, prosthetic that feet. Is rough. Oh, it's it's unsettling. <gasps> Oh, that picture haunts me. Just let people wear shoes. Yeah. Sneakers. Um, I don't know. Some car does 400 flips. Ripperoni. Yeah. And they then... Call, uh, Andy Serkis calls them savages? Yes. And mm-hmm. before that, I was like, oh, he's a cool villain. And then I was like, right. that's... Because he also Still knows... He, he knows that they have, like, all of these technological advancements that, like, other people don't know that they have. And he still calls them savages. He's just a racist. Do you think, do you think he might also be protecting them a little bit? I don't know, because he could, but I think it's... He knows there's it's cameras. Self-help, it, it's, it's, it's self-preservation in a way, too, where it's like, if the world I doesn't know, if the world doesn't know that they have vibranium, but he does, he can very stealthily get vibranium and have this, like, black market trade without well, it. he's also towing a fine line of, I know your secret, but I won't tell. But then so he does anyway. And then I know your secret, I won't tell, and I would just kill you. Right. Well, I wouldn't. I mean, it's, it's frustrating. Anyways, they, might. they catch up with him. T'Challa almost kills him. And then Okoye and Nakia are basically like, the world is watching. And there are there's a crowd of people behind them, like, on their phones. And he's like, mm-hmm. fuck. <laughs> so they, yeah. just, they just take him into custody. And- he does call him king, though. 
So then it is not public information. I think that the yes. king is Black Panther. Well, I think it. <sighs> so I don't know if the cameras even picked that up, but he does know. call him king in that moment. Which I thought was bold. Yeah. He's, okay, he's anyway. an interesting character, but he's a bad dude. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so they're interrogating him. They're learning nothing. I don't know. It was boring. Martin um, Freeman wants doesn't want the Wakandans to interrogate him. They want him for the CIA. And T'Challa is basically like, we'll give him five minutes and then we'll like take just him. like ma- like play nice <laughs> and then we'll get him. And so like, yeah, Claw is sitting there and tells Martin Freeman all of this stuff about like how they we I, I kind of didn't realize this until this point, like how much of a facade there is about like how much vibranium there is. Like they've kept that so under wraps and they They're make themselves of farmers. Yeah, they like Martin Freeman consistently refers to it as like a third third world nation, which also is a bad terminology. We should yeah, not call it. it that. But no. they like the outside world has no idea any of this stuff. Like they made it out to be like all of the vibranium that they did have has been stolen out so like don't worry about it guys don't come take it there's nothing here yeah (laughs) which is very interesting so claus tells him all of this and i kind of can't tell if martin freeman even believes him i think he does because he goes out and questions chadwick and says that guy says you have more vibranium that's crazy right and then shit goes south really quickly before they can kind of like Michael Bean's crew blow up the sidewall. Yes. Confiscate this man. And Lupita is really close to like stopping it too because she's the only one like keeping an eye out and she sees the van go back and forth. Yeah. Uh, But there's a firefight and Lupita almost gets shot, but Martin Freeman like pushes her aside and it's like a spinal injury too. So they're like, well, fuck. And it, it. it was T'Challa's idea to use one of his beads to, like, stabilize him and then, like, take him into Wakanda. Like, Okoye does not like that. No. Um, Furious that he's brought this man yes. beyond their borders into, I mean, open your eyes in this room and you know way too much about Wakanda. And he could have very easily just been, like, he's not CIA. our problem. Yeah, he's that CIA. You're going to let him into your very secretive country where for I'm hundreds so of it, years. Yeah. No, no, no. There, like, there's no way that this, like, this, you get away with this. Are you familiar free. with the CIA and the Black Panthers, ma'am? The CIA is like, about to like fund in a coup United in Wakanda. <laughs> They're gonna send in green berets or something. I don't yeah. know. A cab includes Martin Freeman. So yikes! His sister is both a tech genius and a medical genius because she's like, take him to my lab. I sure. can, I'll, I'll heal him, and she right. does. Also, when Mbaku shows up for the challenge earlier, he's like. You guys left your technical technological advancements in the hands of a, a child. child. And it's like, but have you seen what she does? Yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't know, man. And it's not well. like, I don't think she has like a monopoly on the technology. That doesn't seem right. Like it is it her lab. You don't see other people. Though. You don't see other people working there. But that could be the crown's lab and she could be in an appointed role. Sure. That's fair. But so, she does a good but, job. So like, yeah. who fucking cares? Yeah. Yeah. So, um... Bestie says he's... Oh, God damn it. Okay, so... At one point, yeah. Shuri is like, you brought me another white man or, like, something along those lines. And I did oh, forget... white man to fix! I did forget that, like, Bucky was Bucky. also a thing. <laughs> I was like, yes. wait, what other white guy? I have um, a lot of questions about the timeline of everything. But we'll yeah, me to too. <laughs> Why? How long has Bucky been there? Because this is, like, a couple of days after... Civil War, right? Bucky's arm was vibranium and he got it from Sis. Why was 
King confused when Bucky arm scratched. Why was confused when Bucky arm vibranium? Wouldn't he know? Well, it wasn't obvious that like it was vibe. It just looks like a metal arm. And he I don't think he had any way of knowing where the vibranium went specifically because he was also surprised by like the arm cannon. Do you think? But I thought it was Wakandan technology, that arm. I don't know. Not not just the material. That would make sense because I don't know where else he would have gotten. Like, even if you have the vibranium, somebody has to design that. That's like an incredible, like, I don't know. A wicked prosthetic. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Weird. So was it a different arm and now he's going to get a Wakandan one? I don't know. I don't know in why the- they would want to give him a vibranium ar- like Bucky. Is it in this movie or? Oh, God, I don't know if it's a spoiler or not. I have no idea. I don't know what you're trying to say. Does Bucky ever lose his arm? Did you the watch the arm? after credits? Oh, that's right. Okay, so he's already lost his metal arm. They took, cool. they confiscated it. Okay, which they knew how it attached and detached, which again makes me think that they knew. I have no They idea. made that arm. I don't know that they would have made that arm because, like... They knew how it attached and detached. Yeah, but they're also, like, how many different ways could there be to attach and detach a prosthetic arm? I don't know. And they're, know. they're like, super, like, technologically advanced. Like, they probably could just figure it out. Yeah. I don't know. But, like, Bucky got his arm from Russians. From... Yeah. Or not not from Russians. From uh, Hydra. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, I don't I know where how they ended up with the vibranium. I'm going to call Hydra Sigma from now on, by the way. Why? I don't know. Okay. Sigma balls? Thank you. Shut the fuck up. Whatever. Anyways. <laughs> so Michael B. Jordan shoots his own girlfriend. Oh, also, sorry, real quick. At yeah. one point, Martin Freeman is like, is this Wakanda? And Shuri goes, no, it's Kansas. <laughs> I loved that. Funny. That good. But yeah, we, uh, we go back to Killmonger. Obviously, like they had rescued Claw and they end up at like an airfield. And he's like, you're going to take me to Wakanda. And Claw was like, you don't want to go hang out with those savages. And he keeps saying the word savages. Which is, again, weird. Is he protecting them? Because he knows. Or is I think he, he, I mean, you're right, he's protecting his own mind. I think he, he knows that, yeah, Wakanda is bad news for him if he ever ends up back there. <laughs> Which, like, okay, then Killmonger kills him and, like, brings him to Wakanda. How does he know where Wakanda is? Well, he's got the wicked detailed journal from Papa. I guess that's true, yeah. What did he find that he must have found that journal as a kid when dad was alive and he was reliving going through the journal with dad? Right. He, he yeah, his dad had to have told it because he also had the lip thing. So his dad, as a kid, yeah, right. his okay. dad would have had to give him that. So, and it his dad told him about was... like how beautiful the sunsets were and like yeah. all of that stuff too. That was really sweet. Yes. So it, it's also just, man, you could have just taken your kid back to Wakanda, especially well, like Oakland he didn't in the nineties because they needed. This was a, I could go back, but the people here need me more, so I'll stay here. Sure. I don't know. I, what kind of didn't need him to do anything? Yeah, it's not. The line of succession I, was set. Yeah. It's not an ideal situation. It was rough. Uh, and I like when they go through and they're like, he was radicalized. And I was like, yeah. Obviously. Wouldn't you be? <laughs> yeah. And they're like, this is what radicalized him. I'm like, it'd be wild if it didn't. It's also, it's one of those things where... Because the villain's motives are so, like, reasonable almost to, like, most yes. people. It's, they had to make him comically evil. These so like both good villains. Both Killmonger and Dad. Not that Dad was a villain. He was a bad I guy. Mean, a, he, he betrayed Wakanda. But it was, 
Oh, it, I, I was love it. Chakra. But yeah, you're you're right. Huh? I I thought you were like when you said dad, I thought you were saying T'Chaka was a bad oh, guy, and I was oh, like he was no, in his no, own no. ways. Yeah. Okay, no, no, I'm sorry. I meant Njobu was mm-hmm. um like a villain in that he like betrayed Wakanda, but it's always so much more interesting when they give villains like a motive that's clear to the audience, and it is more than I want power for the sake of power. Yes, this was I want to help people for Njobu. And I'm going to have to do some questionable things to help them, but I'm, it's going to be worth it. And then the son was uh, revenge. And yes. w- it's the same same radicalization, saying I want to help people and it's absurd that we're hoarding resources. And it was just like, yeah. The the motives are reasonable. It, it's one of those things where it's like, I feel like they have to make him comically evil because his motivations are are reasonable reasonable. to the audience so like when he kills his own girlfriend that's when i'm like oh we're just making like he's just evil guy like yep because otherwise otherwise how do you reconcile that with the audience because there's really like no way to argue like no this guy is bad because he wants to like end our isolationism it's like that's too difficult to argue with so they had to make him incredibly aggressive and violent i think it's also like uh the contrast because it's good version versus bad version of black yeah. cat so it, we get the impulsive <laughs> yeah <laughs> we get the we get the impulsive and we get the uh like tunnel vision on revenge yeah whereas chala already went through that right like he already tunnel visioned on revenge and grew from it as a person right. and like like backed down from that ledge before it completely consumed him whereas killmonger didn't and very literally died for revenge yes like when he didn't have to so it's it's yeah he's right and chala agrees with him and it's like so it's ah good villain great villain 10 out of 10 uh yeah sorry loki i think i i do have a new new favorite villain yeah so killmonger kills claw and takes him to wakanda and luckily the person that he meets at the border is wakabe so he's like here you go. And Wakabi is immediately like, I like this guy now. Well, he speaks <laughs> just like, Kosa to him to see if he answers. D- but he, the scene ends at that point, doesn't right, it? So right. So he doesn't. So in the future, we don't currently know if Killmonger speaks Kosa or not. I don't think he did through the entire movie. Right. Well, he does. Does he? Yeah. Oh, I missed so, it. But we don't know it until... It happens. And it's like, it's his reveal of, I am the son of Prince Nujobu. My name is. And like, he does that whole speech in Kosa. Mm, okay. I didn't pick up on that. Because it's I like such a moment attention. of like, they're like, this is stupid American outsider. He doesn't know anything about us, yeah. about our culture, about whatever. And he wants to claim the throne. He wants to claim royal blood. Bullshit. And then he's like, actually, motherfucker, I speak the language. Yeah. I taught myself. Cool. Based on what? Your dad's journal? That's such a limited resource? How did you become fluent in this language? Incredible. 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Duolingo ain't got shit on this man. Um, There is a point, like, when they're in Shuri's lab where I just wrote down, never let Tony Stark anywhere near Wakanda. <gasps> Can you imagine? Oh. He would be the worst. Oh, God, he'd be the worst. No, no, actually, actually, guys, maybe you should be a secret. Yeah, maybe you should keep this as a secret from Tony Stark specifically. Don't give that man vibranium under God, any no. circumstances. Uh-uh. He gave us Ultron. Ugh, imagine if Ultron was made of vibranium. He'd never die. No, dog. No. Hey, how did Ultron die? Hubris. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. The sky, the like whole city rose into the sky. 
Was that that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ultron was like, I'm going to make it because he wanted Does to Sokovia do. Did Sokovia land on him? Jarvis. Oh, yeah, Jarvis. Vision. Vision. Whatever. Vision he got his ass. Laser beamed him. It was, God. That movie was stupid, huh? And yeah. we're still dealing with it. All right. So. <laughs> Whatever. Um, uh, so Michael after B. Jordan they... brings the Batman's corpse. Yes. He's then brought into the. Oh, first, Lupita the... and Shala are having a mountain chat. Yes. And she is stunning. Oh, my God. <sighs> She's wonderful these might have actually been filmed outside with a green screen because the golden light on her is it's excellent how does someone that pretty i don't know man how does the mcu keep finding these fucking gorgeous people and then giving them like minor roles sorry also speaking of gorgeous people we do have a shirtless scene of chadwick boseman at some point and he is not the traditional mcu beefy man he is no which he wouldn't black panther he is slight he is well it's also just like the amount of like rigorous like it's training that people have to do in order to have the like typical MCU body like the pictures of like Kumail Nanjiani it's, before and yeah. after like it's borderline like inhumane I'm, and yeah. if the man had cancer like even if not during this movie like that would have been way well, too much. Well I was much. just thinking from a character perspective it makes sense because it does. Him versus Mbaku? Mbaku yeah. <laughs> Sorry I had a hiccup. Um, Him versus Mbaku it's this giant man and you're like oh my god he doesn't stand a chance then he wins it's incredible and then even killmonger is much bigger than him i don't know how chevik how tall chevik boseman was but he is looking up at these people and it's it's just it's really goliath good shit yeah i loved it um and it's so killmonger shows up in the throne room he's like i have the right also to like be a part of this and the council is like well he is a blood relative so like well we the can... council's like we don't know that we don't believe him oh yeah that's true cast this cast this liar out and that's when he does the yeah bunch of war and then but... wakabi this little traitorous bitch yeah it it did not take very much for him to like i understand it took nothing the, one like, failed mission. He's been yeah. king for like a week, and he has one failed mission, doing what you, you, something for you, and you know he's not done trying to do it. And you betray him. You have him all the time in the world. Throw him. Yeah, like yeah, maybe you w- would have failed this time, but there would have been ample opportunity to go back after Claw. Granted, not and now like, clearly because he's going to. It. Yeah, yeah. Right. It was just. He wasn't like, we're done with this. Like, Claw's not our problem. Like, he would have gone back after him. This so it's a weak character. Not fucking fair. Yeah, it's upsetting. I don't know. But so Killmonger is like, I want to challenge him. And he has his father's ring, which is like the way that they know that like, yes, this is, you know. Uh, Uncle Nijobu's ring. Nijobu's from son, yes. Whatever their grandfather's name was, I already forgot. Right. If they even told us, but. So they go out and they they do the same challenge all over again but with Killmonger and T'Challa and Killmonger is covered in all of these marks and he's like I have one for every kill one why Confirm two kills how they're cut yeah. because they're raised up oh that's um that's a, it's I a, know they have like 3d tattoos or whatever but that seems like a lot of like lengths to go to and he also says like it's like a thing thing though hold on 
um, tribal marks known as crocodile scarring to mark each one of his kills. Oh. It's it's like it's like a thing thing. Like it's it's like another borrowed tribal thing. That's cool. Okay, yeah. I didn't know that. That's my bad. But um, he he goes off. He's like, I was in Afghanistan. I was in Iraq. I killed all these people so that I could end up. I killed like our people so I could end up here. Why? <laughs> yeah, he, he does again say our people refer to any any black person, right? So I think Killmonger's also the only one that will say like black people like stuff mm-hmm. like that where he, he's coming at it with like american like vernacular and obviously oh, I see like, stuff yeah, like yeah, that yeah. too where he's like he's the only one that'll say like he'll talk about slavery and stuff like yeah. that where like other people are kind of just like they don't address it because i think there is some guilt of like wait a second this happened on our watch almost it's 1522 american slavery ended in 1865, what did I just say? Okay, so Wakanda existed for 300 years before slavery ended. And they did nothing. Right. So I, I think that goes somewhat unaddressed you don't have to by Wakanda. That, in the recording that I had to Google when slavery ended, by the way. I mean, it, I don't blame you for not knowing the exact dates. But uh, yeah. But hey, yeah. Killmonger has a point. Right. That That's what makes him such a compelling character is because, like, he is in some ways reasonable but like they had to make him like incredibly evil in order to kind of say like but he's still in the wrong though because like otherwise you have to address these really complicated topics and the audience may not necessarily be on your side if you don't make him like way more clearly evil yeah so i I think that's interesting it was just selling us uh it it was a good you know he's got the spirit Mm -hmm. situation he's got the spirit uh, but he's not quite there. And it he's was got the right idea. It did do a good job of like priming the audience for understanding why Wakanda was private, understanding why it should be public, and like I think we were supposed to take his side because I, I mean, we did, mm-hmm. and just agreeing that it's the method, the ends don't justify the means. Right. It's like pretty consistent throughout the movie. Yeah. So yeah. Anyways, I don't now. know why he had to join the military and kill a whole bunch of people. I don't really get that. Yeah, it was his training, and I guess it's hard to find combat training. But he was also like, like a guy. He was in notorious in the military for the number of kills that he got. So it's like you could have probably like you could have done something else back. to train. Yeah, right. you could have just like uh, been. I don't know what are they. Hold on, the military that's like not really the mi- the the National Guard, <laughs> the military that's not really the military. <laughs> you can send us letters at Ted Cruz. <laughs> You know, the the, the pussies of the military, the National Guard. Oh, my God. Again, that's at Ted Cruz. (laughs) And also, you're thinking of the Coast Guard, not the National Guard. Oh. I don't know what the National Guard is. The National Guard is what I was thinking of. I'm pretty... What's the National Guard? They're both pussies. That's the thing. That's a thing. Guard. I don't know how to spell guard. Oh, the U comes first. Interesting. Army National Guard? National Guard of the United States is a state-based military force that becomes part... Oh, the cops! National Guard is cops! Sort of. It's it's the beefy that. cops they call when we get mad at them. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah, that sounds right. Anyways. <laughs> We're like, hey, racism bad. And they're like, ah, oh, send the super cops in. Yes. Those it's guys. Like... Now I know who the National Guard is. Uh, my brain is so England right now. <laughs> She's <laughs> dead, by the way, everyone. She has died, and she is never coming back, and she can't hurt you anymore. I mean, her policies and all that still can, but she's gone. It's right. just Charles. 
I want to see Charles's like ugly face on Canadian money. Anyways. Oh my God. Are they going to update their money? Did we update any of our money recently? Those people have been dead for ages. Right, but we don't have the same person on all of our money. That's true. I don't fucking know. I don't know how imperialism works. Hear me out. We should update our money. Why the fuck is Andrew Jackson on anything? There was a movement to replace him on the 20. And then Trump took office and it kind of just like went away. Because he's like, actually, I think he was a great dude. Oh, that's right. He gave a speech to uh, indigenous Americans under an Andrew Jackson portrait. Are you out of your goddamn mind? And I remember this, too, because he was like, you know, Elizabeth Warren, I like to call her Pocahontas. And they were just kind of standing there like, um, do you remember that? That was a thing that happened. I I there watched was, out so much more of that. There was so much heinous shit just happening all the time that it's hard to remember like individual events because it was just constant. It was like the slowest four years of our lives. It was the worst. Anyways. Things are still terrible. Um, I'm so sorry. Wakanda isn't real. And this is the reality we're stuck in. Uh, T'Challa no, loses. <laughs> yeah, there's no foreign aid coming for us. There's no shared resources. <sighs> So T'Challa loses the challenge, yeah, and he falls off the fucking cliff. So hey, everybody, wait a he didn't lose the challenge. He didn't yield or die. I guess that's true, but it looks like he died. It sure does. So like we they assumed him. that he died, and they're like, I guess this is our new king now. And Nakia's uh, instant. She's like, get Nakia's out of here. like, we're out. She's a spy. She's she she gets Shuri and the Queen, and she's like, we're out of here. Mm-hmm. And then uh, later on, she meets up with Okoye, and she's like, all right, okay, Okoye, let's go. And she's like, I have a responsibility to the, th- the throne. That hurt. That, it sucks. But it's but like... It, she also perhaps meant it more as, I have a duty to this country, and I'm yes. not going to leave it, and I'm not going to let him do horrible things to our people while I'm here. Right. Someone has to be here to keep an eye on this motherfucker. She and, will sacrifice just about anything for the good of the country, which we do see later yeah and she's very clearly done with this man she hates him she doesn't support him and like later she tells him you're not fit for the throne and like she's been waiting to say that to you so that was a very satisfying oh she's she's so good she the best character in the movie i think right sorry i'd like i'd watch her spinoff yes so well i say the same thing about lady sif yeah, and Sif's not even the fucking in the last Thor movie that we watched. I thought well, that was yeah, bullshit. Yeah, the, the Warriors 3, well, not half of them are dead, but we see, like, a third recasting of them. They do die in that movie, by the way. Fine. I don't Whatever. miss them. I think they did. Or it was just know. some other giant hungry Or they man. they just got their shit rocked, I think. I don't know if they Whatever. died necessarily. But they don't they don't address them by name, except for Hogan, I think, he is the only one that you oh, see. Yeah, I, I think that actually might be the same second Hogan. Instead of being a third Hogan actor. I don't remember. Fuck, anyway. So, um, Killmonger. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so. Chala flashed back to life and his death. Michael flashes back just to death. Oh, because Michael's taking the potion now. Yes. He 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 takes the, the heart-shaped herb potion. He goes to the ancestral plane. He speaks to his dad in the Oakland apartment. And he just walks in and he knows where to go to, like, pull out this book where his dad has written down so much about Wakanda, I assume. Mm-hmm. And in there is his grandfather's ring on, a, like, a chain. So that's mm-hmm. where he gets that. And then mm-hmm. his, his conversation with his dad is really interesting to me because they don't talk as much as, like, T'Challa and T'Chaka did. But you can tell it, it seems like his dad is upset with where he is. And 
his dad doesn't say anything about holding malice towards Chaka. Right. But he is he there is like a single tear that goes down his cheek. So he is I think it's more of homesick and like missing his family and like sad at how things worked out. I don't think he's Well, Njobu is crying too. That's what I that's what yeah. I'm talking okay. about. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I meant Nujobu is sad at how things turned out and understands and isn't upset at, Yes. Uh, I mean, Wakanda. I mean, a little. Disappointed, yeah. but not mad, not vengeance. Yes. And he does say, no tears for me. Hold on, I wrote it down. Yeah, no tears for me. Everyone dies around here. It's just life. Well, yeah, because it switches between Killmonger <laughs> as an adult and him as a child. And as a child, he's not crying. But when it shows him as an adult, that he is crying. Yeah. Which is... Man, Just imagine after you, like your dad died as a kid and you get to see him in the afterlife. Whereas like, not to say it's any less tragic, but T'Challa and T'Chaka have only been separated for a little while. Right. So it's kind of just like a last goodbye to his dad when T'Challa goes to the af- like the astral plane. Whereas like mm-hmm. Killmonger hasn't seen his dad in like 30 years. Yeah. I do like Woof. that in in this spirit realm thing, mm-hmm. they can hug because yeah. Chala and Chaka do hug. I'm like, oh, you are corporeal. That's nice. Yeah. Okay, a little goodbye hug from Papa. And then um, when Killmonger leaves the astral plane, he's like, burn it all. I don't like because uh, one of the, the women there is like, well, we we cultivate them for future kings. And he's like, well, there's not going to be another one. So like burn it. And you're not having heirs you're you don't like, think that this destroying... is gonna be a thing later on like, like you think you're gonna live forever <laughs> that's what like i i all. he's so scorched earth where he just does he doesn't have any respect for the traditions think he first. doesn't he, he oh, sorry act first yeah he showed up in this country and he's like i'm in charge now fuck what you guys have been doing before i know better mm-hmm. um so Lupita is there secretly because oh, she's he does strangle the shit out of that woman. Yes. Her. I was that was the point where I was like, oh, so we're just gonna be like the comically villain. evil. Yeah. Yeah, and everyone in the room is now terrified of him. So like yes. that's the regime change. We go from warm, like slow beloved to king thinking to yeah, like Machiavellian king. guy. Um and Lupita it sneaks in and she does take one heart shaped herb away but ma- that it, it has such implications. Well, she takes like, the stamen from it, not even the. She takes like the part that they would actually use for the potion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and you do see the rest of it burning. So that's the end of like the black. Pa- which I do think they're probably going to retcon that because what are you going to do? Like, well, like I said, I mean, there's got to be one cave where there's one flower still growing, sure. and from that they'll. You know, yeah. they've got the technology to clone it 700 times. Yeah, that, that makes sense. But it, it also, it would make sense that they would keep it confined to this because you don't want that getting out either because somebody could very easily just, like, get the powers of the Black mm-hmm. Panther. Well, they also say, so I found it interesting they talked about it as a mantle of Black Panther, which obviously we knew. We knew that that mantle passed down generationally because, mm-hmm. again, not immortal. Mm-hmm. Um, but two people could have that mantle at once and it yes. didn't seem to lessen anything. Mm-hmm. But they simply choose to always only have one, which is yeah. interesting. Yeah, I I mean, it, it's it's a thing of, like, it's their traditions, and then it also makes sense of just, like, why would they want that? It's the same thing with vibranium. They don't want that right. getting out. Yeah, and they have their their um, adored ones. What's the word again? Their Dora. Oh, yeah. For They have their, like, five Dora who are so wicked powerful. It's, they don't need that fucking herb, baby. I, I love that, too. When when you, when you we're in Korea and you have T'Challa fighting side by side by Naki, with Nakia and Okoye, those women do not have superpowers, and they no. hold their own. They're it's just great. incredible. Yeah, 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 I love it. God, um, Okoye is such a good character. She's so cool. 
And they do mention she is like the strongest of them. Yeah. Which makes it really, it makes it really interesting too when it's like you have, you are sending out your king and your strongest like fighter on these missions. And like that has like in when they've sent people out before, it's gone really poorly. So they do take a lot of risk doing that. There is a lot of very strong, very interesting female characters in this. Yes. Which um, Joss Whedon is always credited Mm. for and always fails. And they succeeded in this a lot and they didn't do too many tropes it it wasn't cliches it wasn't motherhood like the mom wasn't i she wasn't soft only mother like she was a queen and was like nakia take this don't give the crown to this man like when they're they're walking to mabaku's Mm -hmm. uh jabari jabari tribe like where they yeah in the mountains in the mountains and they're like, they're going to give the Black Panther mantle to him because they're so upset about Killmonger, this outsider, and, you know, let's, he's going to ruin Wakanda, so we'll trust this man. And mom is like, hey, I'm mourning my son, but even I know this is a bad idea. Nakia, you should just take it. I'll support right. you. And, like, I don't know. Desperate She's just times. an interesting character. Yes. And the sister is a tech doctor and a brat. And, <laughs> like, there's so many women in this movie. And they're not like, oh, I'm so strong and I have no flaws also, which like people go too far in one direction with that a lot of the times where it's like, well, if we're writing a strong woman, she can't be flawed in any way whatsoever. And it's like, no, they're all very flawed. It just it's it's great. It's really nice to have a well-written woman character in the MCU (laughs) for literally the first time. Yeah. So like you're just getting Darcy. Yeah, that's true. So like (laughs) so like you said, they take it's lupita and the queen whose name i for, i forget and yep. shuri and they're going up into the mountains to talk to mbaku and it it's they basically kind of have to like not debase themselves but they kind of have to like yield they to him they yeah to him. and they're like please take this it's in your interest also to save wakanda and he's like no (laughs) but hold on i've got something special to show you and it's it's really interesting because he didn't have to save t'challa he did not have to but he was like he saved my life he he you know basically spared me and so i have a debt to be repaid and it's just like a thing of honor and i think Mm -hmm. that was really interesting too because he seems so like Oh, I don't want to say impulsive, but he's he's so much more aggressive than T'Challa, yes. but he still had that honor in him to be like, this guy did me a solid, I will save his life. So they well, have him buried in snow. A lot of good uh, parallels between them two that I liked, mm-hmm. a lot of like uh, mirroring in uh, with the honor, with the slow think first, act second, mm-hmm. not just accepting it, uh, respecting other warriors and like... It was it was nice. It was really good. There was a lot more similarities between them than you thought there were in the beginning. And it's another stark contrast of, you know, this warrior guy in Mabaku versus this warrior guy in Killmonger. Yes. And like now we have three different types of clashing personality in Wakanda that I appreciated. Yeah, it, it's really cool. Um, and he does say, he's like, I'm not going to help you further than that. This is what I'm doing. Like, yeah. This is it. And then later on when he shows up, it is like very, I, I knew he was going to show up. I, I was didn't. like, we're not done with him. But 
I was like, they're going to wait for like a moment in the big fight scene where like, oh, it looks like we're losing. But wait, there's yeah. the Jabari. And it was, it's I good. still loved it. Like it was really good. Yeah. But yeah, so T'Challa is alive. They mm-hmm. give him the heart-shaped herb and then we they bury the rest of him in snow and we do the same thing all over again. He becomes the Black Panther. And Shuri did smuggle out the uh, the necklace that becomes his suit. Because the entire suit fits in the talons. Yes, outfit, and like when we're when we're in her lab earlier, we see there are two different sets of them, and one is gold. And he kind of gravitates towards that initially, but it's a little gaudy. And she's like, "You want something that's more easily hidden?" So he does the silver ones. Yeah, and then the gold she ones said are the, the point ones is not to stand out. Yes, so yeah. and the gold ones are the ones that Killmonger picks to wear, which more parallels i think he might have also only had one each so killmonger didn't have an option but killmonger would have picked the gold one right um yeah yeah he's a flashy warrior wants uh wants everyone to know Mm -hmm. so uh oh i'm way i'm way back uh i just i have a note that just says i love this token white oh yeah martin freeman (laughs) i don't know what he did just did a great job yeah um so big climactic scene. Hold on, we missed the entire thing where Killmonger is loading up ships full yes. of weapons and I forgot the vibranium. Sure, um, but he was basically like, "We have uh, war dogs, and we're going to send them." Three, yeah. There's only three cities in the world that we know of. The other ones kind of oppose the idea. Yeah, but he does it anyway because he's the fucking king, right? Um. And Wakabi's on favor with this. So now they're having this big fight scene. Yes. I don't even remember how. It, oh, God. There was a really good approach to the throne scene that I really liked where Michael B. Jordan is walking towards the throne in his like much more casual than mm-hmm. T'Challa's outfits. But He's got like the the like cardigan. Yeah. And yeah. like uh, like a drop crotch pant. And it's just another great costume of the modern and traditional and like showing wakanda but mixing it with yeah. what this guy from oakland like this it was really vet. good yeah i loved it uh yeah. and like the camera does like an upside down spin mm-hmm. as he walks up to it and the music's great it's just yeah. there's a lot of really good shots throughout this okay t'challa shows up and he's like we never finished our challenge i'm not dead Fuck what's you. up bitch yeah yeah uh, Wakabi blows a horn and calls his rhinos in because he's a goddamn traitor. Yeah, Wakabi's like border this, tribe wearing his character arc's wild. Yeah, it, it's derogatory. You're you're fighting a guy that like presumably you guys have been friends for years and years, and just because of this one disagreement, you're like, no, we'll fight to the death. I don't care. And it's it sucks because it's it's Wakandans against each other. They didn't set this up to make sense. No. Like, Wakabi's character arc doesn't make any sense to me. No, it's it's zero to sixty like way too fast. They don't um, really talk about his parents like ever before this. It's just all of a sudden my parents died. Don't know when, and I want revenge. And I've wanted it for a while. And you had one chance and you failed. My best friend of my entire life. So now I want you dethroned and yeah. your family killed. And we're going to fight literally our own people because of it, which doesn't to make the any sense to the death. To the death, which like casualties with a lot of like the Dora Milaje. It does seem like they're non-lethal like they're not stabbing people they're mostly like knocking them over right but but it is presume people are dying they're shooting down aircraft that have people in there like you don't get out of that alive it's the weird i, I don't understand what it's it's just like this is all, all occurred over a matter of like days yep 
Hey, it's it's wild, but yeah. And then yeah, like you said, the, he calls the war rhinos, which I kind of loved, but it's it's silly. They're completely unnecessary throughout the entire movie, and every yeah. time we see them, they're entirely CGI'd. So yeah. again, I say, budget could have been spent a little better. Just and like, kick the rhinos out. Okoye like walks in front of them, and it stops and like licks her face because they yeah. know her, which is like really cute. We don't actually see a lot of animals in general in the MCU. Mm-hmm. I just realized. Which is fine. I don't want to see. I don't want to see him hurt. How they would be, yeah, used in the MCU. But well, we got like in the Hulk, he kills dogs and shit. We don't. We don't have to discuss this. Okay. So, (laughs) uh, yeah, Chevik says stop. Wakabi blows horn. Nakia puts on Dora armor or some kind of armor. Yes. And goes out to help. Uh, Initially, Shuri and Nakia are fighting Killmonger, and then once T'Challa shows up, they end up fighting down in the vibranium mines and also they're falling for a long time impossibly huge cavern (laughs) impossibly long and like they t'challa is like okay earlier on we see these trains down in the mines where uh shuri has made these sonic lights things i I don't know but they basically deactivate vibranium so they can be transported quickly Yes. So when they're on the track and there's a train there, the suits don't work. So they're kind of on even playing fields. Well, like they would be anyway. They both have it the was suits, confusing, but yeah. it changes how they're fighting. And then they'll talk to each other as the train is like going in between them, which is interesting. It was good. Yeah. I thought it was really neat. Um, oh, man. What else? Good happens? little cat fight. Uh, At one point, Wakabi. Oh, sorry. And- that entire fight was CGI and it sucked. I don't yeah. care. Uh, at one point, Wakabi and uh, Okoye kind of, like, go against each other, and he's like, would you kill me, my love? And she said, for Wakanda. Without doubt. Or without hesitation. Yes. Question without question. I love her. She's really cool. It hurt. That moment hurt, but it was another moment of, like, she doesn't want to have to. Right. But but she will. She'll defend that throne. Mm -hmm. Or the country. And that's that's when Wakabi kind of, like, comes to his senses and all of his tribe like put down their weapons yeah yes and lawful then, good okoye yeah and then down in the vibranium mines uh also during this martin freeman is remotely piloting a sh- uh an aircraft that's shooting down all of the ships that are carrying vibranium out of the country like they can't get to the border like and the there's all that one, happening. I don't care. Yeah, it's fine. It was it was nice, and it showed us uh, a lot about Martin Freeman's character. Yes, because there is a ship that's, like, shooting into the lab where he's sitting, and he's like, how much time do I have? Okay, put me back in, which I like. I thought he was going to die. I, I didn't care very much about his character until that. Yeah, it would have been interesting if he did die, but I think he comes. Also, okay. I'm glad so he didn't. Stop killing my Colsons, you know? Hold on. So he's Mar- My silly he's little white guys. Ross. Black, Black Panther. So he plays. What is his character? He's Everett K. Ross. Is that the same Ross that's in The Incredible Hulk? Hold on. No. Because that's Betty's Ross. dad. Because um, she's Betty Ross. Okay, so that's that's Thaddeus Ro- Thunderbolt Ross. Okay, so it's just like two military guys with the last name Ross. That's my bad. I wonder if it's intentional. I don't know. Because like, that would be interesting. Odds? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. What are the odds that a white guy in the military has the last name Ross? Probably actually pretty high. Pretty high. Yeah. Kind of like, you know, the number of, like, John Smiths that are CEO or whatever. <laughs> or no, it's like there's there's more CEOs named John than there are CEOs that are women or oh something like God, that. Oh, my God. I believe you. 
I think I remember seeing something along those lines. Don't quote me. I'm going to Google my CEO's name and cry later. So uh, Killmonger is stabbed pretty fatally. It's with his dagger, too. Yeah, with his own dagger. Uh, And Mm -hmm. he said, Dad said Wakanda was the most beautiful place on Earth. Can you believe that? A kid from Oakland running around believing in fairy tales. And it's really sweet. And uh, T'Challa carries Carries him him to the elevator to be lifted all the way back out of this enormous, enormous, enormous cavern and then drags him off to a cliff's edge so he can watch the fucking Wakandan sunset for the first time in his life. And he he, he says it's beautiful. And T'Challa is like, we might still be able to heal you. Mm -hmm. And he says no. And he compares it to the... Africans that jumped off of slave ships because they knew they would be better off dying than in chains. Yes, no death. Which, no death better than bondage. What? Death is better than bonded. Death mm. before bondage or something like I that. Bad, I don't know. I but wrote bad notes, but yeah. That is, that's such an interesting like perspective. And it, it does, you know, kind of, it ends Killbonger on this note of like, his motives were, and his like inspiration for doing this like aren't inherently bad it was just his methods and it like stayed true the entire time like he never faltered from his mission and 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 his beliefs yeah yeah i think it's i think it's almost inspirational to to chala just like you know he's kind of (laughs) right like they would have just kept him locked up what was the other like answer like i don't know but it's it's kind of heartbreaking and then t'challa is restored to the throne uh, it says Mbaku is granted a seat in the National Tribal Council, so that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and he goes out to the em- he he's going to establish an embassy. He takes Shuri to California, and they go to Oakland. And she's like, he's "If you're like, gonna take me, I thought we were gonna I thought go to I, like Disney, Coachella." Yeah, yeah, that that was really cute. But you're but he's at like, an apartment in Oakland and a basketball. This court. is the building where our father killed our uncle, and she's like, "It's condemned." And he's like, "Well, no, I bought it." And also that building, and also that building, and also a spaceship's gonna unveil itself in front of a bunch of kids now. Yeah, that's a lot. Hi, kids. Uh, but he's like, "We're going to put uh, Nakia in charge of like outreach, and you're gonna be in charge of science and technology outreach." And I think that's really cool. It was really good. So, yeah, and then. We get the beginning of credits and the first after credits is the mid credits is him at the UN. UN? I, I thought it was the UN as well. Yeah. Yes. And his speech made me cry because oh. <laughs> it's just, well, it's just the very end of the movie in general just made me cry because it's 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 Chadwick Boseman being mm-hmm. very like diplomatic and just like, man, he, what a what a guy. He can like, deliver a line. I yeah I cannot imagine just like his family watching this movie like oh yeah what a role to be in to, like I don't know yeah it's powerful it, it, it's a really powerful role it's a really good character really and man good. just like what a loss yeah but he he gives a speech to the UN where he's you know the wise build bridges while the foolish build barriers mm-hmm. he's like we're done with our isolationism we want to start helping people and the fucking asshole at the UN who's like what can a nation of farmers, farmers. do yeah. and like they kind of just look at each other and then it's, it's smart. over <laughs> yeah yeah and then <sighs> there post, was another post credits I didn't even write there- a note for it so post cre- the post credit scene is Shuri like there's a bunch of like kids fucking with Bucky and oh, that's right. That's right. Shuri 
shows up and like talks to him i don't remember what they say he's got one arm he's got more training to do is what she says you have more training or more she's gonna help him with like recuperation or whatever yeah so yeah Um, and that's the end of the movie i forgot to talk about it but i really appreciate it when t'challa yells at t'chaka during the dawn yes one when he goes back and he's like you were wrong you were wrong to have done that and like (sighs) the boldness a even if they were both living of screaming at a king that he was wrong yep and then to do it to your recently deceased father you've respected and looked up to your entire life and it was just you were wrong to turn your back on the rest of the world and it was really you were wrong to kill your brother and leave behind his son right but like they basically we we also didn't address that zuri got or is it zuri what's his name oh uncle james (laughs) yeah or whatever michael calls him uh to killmonger kills him just straight up during like the challenge because huh? he was part of it. What? He, when when Killmonger challenges T'Challa, uh-huh. Zuri is there and he just kills him. Oh, got it. Sorry. I thought you meant yeah. he killed T'Chaka and I was like, what? no. Come here. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We're, I'm all over the place right now. But it's yeah. just, yeah. And then uh, uh, they did not need to leave that little boy there. Oh, there was no reason. Uh, where was no. his mom? I don't know. Is that addressed? Was she already killed in something? Not addressed at all. Okay. Um, Also, the thing that the uncle says when, uh, that I forgot to mention earlier, when Mm -hmm. Tshaka is talking to him and is like, what the fuck is going on? Why would you do this? Why would you betray us? Uh, Nijobu. God, I keep forgetting their names. Uncle says, Mm -hmm. uh, their leaders have been assassinated. Their communities have been flooded with drugs and weapons. They are overly policed and incarcerated. Like, that's Mm -hmm. present tense true. It was true in the 90s in Oakland, California, in the entire country. It was true now in the entire country. It's um, It's, a pretty reasonable thing to get radicalized by. (laughs) I think they were living in a project, too. Oh, I don't know. I think their building was, like, in the projects. But uh, it's also interesting that uh, because, yeah, we, we don't we don't see Killmonger's mom, but the there the problem of black fathers being taken away from their families too. I think it's really interesting that that was what happened because there's like a stereotype of like black fathers not being present, but a lot of it is because of the over incarceration of black people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like violence against black people and stuff like that. So I think it was also interesting that like Killmonger grew up without a dad, yeah, because that's something that happens in those communities because of like police violence american policies Mm -hmm. and like violence against black people so and it's it's there's so much to unpack from this movie that i am just not qualified to do and it's it's not addressed but it's i mean they kind of say it with the overly policed and incarcerated but Mm -hmm. like high crime neighborhoods are never actually high crime they're just highly monitored and highly penalized like at a disproportionate rate so it's yeah it's not more violent it's just you know how people talk about like the murder rates in chicago and stuff like that did you know that st louis has a higher murder rate per capita than chicago yeah but we don't talk about it because it's not the like stereotypically like it's still a pretty black urban area (laughs) but yeah awkward chicago's always the example and chicago hasn't been the number one murder per capita in like a long time no like kind of insane I think Kansas City is like seventh or something, by the way. Kansas City's pretty high up there, yeah. actually. Yeah, it's pretty bad. But it's, but, uh, but I wouldn't say it's a dangerous city. Also, <laughs> like it's just the way we report crime statistics is confusing. It's weird. Also, I do want to like 
so when this movie got released, obviously, like, this was a huge, like, this was a huge movie at the time it came out. Yeah. Do you remember, um, white libs don't know how to act, where it's just like, I remember <laughs> seeing, that, that's, I remember seeing, like, posts that are like, if you are a white person, do not buy tickets on opening night because that is not for us, and you need to leave those spaces open for black people that want to see the, like, white people, white people don't this? know how to fucking behave, yeah, like, where it's is... just like, ugh. That That's is annoying. so weird. Don't People, talk. like, lost their minds about this movie, and, like, white conservatives were, like, mad at it and shit like that. It was so weird. <sighs> Anyways. I'm Googling to see uh, every black-led superhero movie we've had before. I don't think Miles Morales was out yet. Also, is that just Mm-mm. a video game? Okay. We've got Miles, Storm Miles Morales, point, but I don't think lead. we saw as, like, a movie character until Into the Spider-Verse. We've got Storm and Nick Fury, but they aren't standalones. Um, there's also a stereotype <gasps> about like black superheroes having like le- like electricity powers, like Static Shock static and shock? all of that. I remember watching Static Shock. That was a good show. Why is that TV a thing? Show. I don't know, but it's like a common thing. And there's, I think, a Spider-Man villain that's black with like lightning powers. Interesting. I don't know why that's a thing, but it's like a stereotype. I think it's more on the DC side of things. Oh, Luke Cage. We had Luke Cage. Oh yeah, that's true. I don't remember when his show was out. I don't either. And then we don't... Oh, Blade! Obviously! Oh, yeah! Blade's cool. I haven't seen it. I forgot about him. We should should do Blade for this fucking... uh, I would be fine with that, yeah. God, Um, Blade's good. Okay. (sighs) So that was the movie. (laughs) Uh, What is the next one? Aaron, what did you think of this one? You know, sometimes I worry that this is turning into Aaron's horny corner. And, you know... I wish that I could break that track with this movie, but I like it's got Winston Duke. We've got Michael B. Jordan. We've got fucking Chadwick Boseman. We've got like all the, you know, all the lady guards. Dude, I can't with this movie. It's too much. I, I'm finally broken. If you want to follow along with us, go ahead and watch Infinity War for our next episode. And thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the MCU Thoughtcast. Our editing was done by Cam Koenig. Our show art was made by Aaron Moeller. Our theme song, Crash, was made by Cavity Crew. Special thanks to Some Good Shows for having us on the network. Please check out their other podcasts, such as The Video Game Robot Show, The Big Three, and more. Everyone involved in the making of this show can be found on Twitter, and their tags are in our podcast description. We'll see you next episode.